0: This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geek, show number 599, so close, with Marv B. Recorded on February 8th, 2024. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their way into your home. Uh, news, reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for the Average Tech Guy. I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live from the Average Guy.TV studios. And here in a beautiful Bellevue, Nebraska, it's fall spring here. Like, we had 55, Marv, we had 55 today. We think that's pretty warm.
1: But when I was talking to you about it, you're like, we're struggling at 55. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, we are we don't want to get out of bed in the morning. It's 52. <laughs> you got to find time. a jacket to get to work got a down,
0: down, down jacket on and your hood up and a, and a beanie cap on. Yeah. Well, 55 today uh, we'll be dipping a little bit, but I always tell folks here in Nebraska, it's false spring. Like it's just trying to lure you into a false sense of security. We'll get another couple, you know, we'll, we'll get another snow or two snow days in out of this before all is said and done. Of course, We'll also post the show with some world-class show notes. There'll be a few out there, out at TheAverageGuy.tv. Big thanks to Christian Johnson, who joined me two weeks ago. For those of you who are wondering what happened to last week's episode, I had a um, new granddaughter on Thursday night, and so um, the uh, mom and the baby are well, and uh, we just canceled the show. We moved Gavin to, down to two weeks, so he'll be joining us. But uh, um, so, But big thanks to Christian, who joined us two weeks ago. And uh, big thanks to our Patreon subscribers as well for you guys keep helping keep the lights on. Uh, whether you give one month or as long as you want, you can join the team out at theaverageguy.tv slash Patreon. Uh, uh ah, Marv B is with us, and Marv, it's always great to have you. Welcome back to Home Gadget
1: Geeks. Well, thanks for having me. I was hoping that I would have some stuff to chat with you about. Oh, you you always have stuff to chat with me about. <laughs> well, but I'm not I'm not the home gadget geek <laughs> that everybody else. It is. doesn't
0: matter. It doesn't matter. No, 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 no. It it doesn't matter. We've got some stuff to talk about. Catch us up. Uh you you are part of the IT business podcast. You're not the part. You're you you run the thing, the yeah. IT business podcast, IT com. Um, what's going on? What's what are you guys doing over there? So we've
1: actually had a good start to the year. Uh, one of the things that we did is the first full week of January, I actually did a host sponsored webinar series. I think I mentioned on your show a couple of times, our primary sponsor, presenting sponsor is NetAlly. They do the handheld networking tools that we've talked about that you can go out and analyze your network. We can do Wi-Fi surveys and all that sort of stuff. So we did three days with them. I had another IT provider that had started using the tool for one day. I had a trainer on, somebody that actually trains people how to use these tools uh, along with the Fluke tools to do you know, some super certified network testing. And then the third day, we had NetAlly on themselves. They were just giving us updates on their product. I got a new one uh, where they did some updates and we can do snapshots so that if I go into an office one week, run an analysis, throw it up to the Live cloud, go back the following week, run another analysis, I can actually see what had changed on the network between the weeks and compare. Nice. So that was a, a good feature that they had there. And then one of them, uh, the, the, the sponsor then gave away uh, their new air check tool, which is a handheld Wi-Fi testing. Um, it is only certified up to Wi-Fi 6. They had not ratified Wi-Fi 7 yet. But you can do all of the testing, um, air quality checks, and you can do Wi-Fi surveys using that handheld tester. So that was given away to a lucky listener. Wow.
0: Now I haven't heard Wi-Fi 7. Is that uh, is that available commercial? only
1: commercially? Can it, you get... it is just coming out now. Uh, very few products have it, but it will probably roll out later this year. I've been listening to the Ruckus podcast and they've been talking about it. And in fact, they've already talked about Wi-Fi 8 and 9. Wow. Well, so stop. they're They're trying to figure out. Okay, are we just going to skip over something? You know how Windows Windows ninety five went to ninety eight, right? Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, shoot. I think most people are still thinking about six or six e, right? And are
1: I would say no. I mean, I'm still rolling out. I'm still rolling out five. Okay. Because most people aren't taking the advantage of six. I mean, six. To be honest with you. It might be better quality, but you don't have the range of Wi-Fi yeah. five.
0: Yeah. Right. I, it's a little bit like going from LTE to 5G though, right? In the sense that you get you get a better signal, it just doesn't go as far.
1: Right. Is yeah. that is that a fair is that yeah, that's fair, pretty much uh, it, way to yeah. say it? Yeah. Yeah. And the way that most people use Wi Fi, not it's not that they don't need six, but most people are just surfing the web, checking mail making calls. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah,
0: but six in a cluster, right? W- where you you get you're getting your access points a little bit closer right um, to the user, right? Maybe there's a backhaul for for some of the lines or whatever just to kind of keep the speed up. That does make for it makes I mean it, may, it does make the video is the, where the, is the big difference, right? On all those, right? Yeah, it it yeah. isn't Wi-Fi video and Wi-Fi have always, they have not been very kind to each other right. <laughs> in, in a lot of ways, right?
1: Yeah. If you're streaming on Wi-Fi or I've got one client where they're literally trying to run their office over Wi-Fi with laptops. And I'm like, guys, you've got a database. You can't do that. Yeah. So yeah. Wi-Fi six and seven will make that a little bit better. But not much. So, so that was the way we started off the year. I've had some good guests, um, gone outside the tech space and started bringing in some people. To uh, I interviewed a, um, what's the best way to describe her? A man. I just that's how bad it is. My day. It's It's okay. It's It's Thursday. It's Thursday night. It's all good. Yeah, she's an executive coach. Uh, executive leadership coach. And we talked about understanding the four styles of communication Mm -hmm. and how to use them to resolve conflict in the workplace and how to communicate. And we did it from the perspective of an owner to an employee, uh, business to customer, uh, business to vendors. So we talked about that sort of stuff. I had a lady on a couple of weeks ago uh, who runs a company called Superfans. And we talked about building up your brand. Mm. So it's
0: been an interesting year already. Yeah, some good stuff. I threw the link to it, uh, itbusinesspodcast.com. If you want to check it out, add another podcast. Uh, grab one of those and, and have a listen. And uh, it'll be available out there uh, for a super fans. Not fans only, super fans. Yeah, right? super. Much <laughs> different. <laughs> uh, Brian is, I can't believe I said that. Brian is saying, uh, same here, five. And many of my older devices, I believe, don't support higher, and that's very true. So, and take advantage of the higher speed, anyways. Um, I, I do. I have a the PC I built has Wi-Fi 6E. I got the fastest I could because I knew I was going to attach VR to it, uh-huh. and wasn't worried about it going to the router. Um, so I was like, it it itself. The reason I bought it with that way was so I could, I'd get the maximum, you know, and the headsets right here and the PCs right there. So we're not, it's not going that far, right. To, to connect to it. But I too, you know, J, uh, Jay's asking a good question. When, when should we consider upgrading? Uh, you, know, I'll be honest upgrade.
1: with you. I would not do anything major for about a year or so. Um, okay. It's, it's weird. So, you know, Wi-Fi 6 came out kind of around COVID time, and then all of a sudden we had a chip shortage, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so so we couldn't get Wi-Fi 6 access points for the longest time. Uh, Now they're out there, and they're kind of a mixed bag, like I said, with 7, even though it's out there, most devices can't support it. I mean, you're not going to put your iPhone on it, and most business networks aren't going to support it yet so I would probably wait about a year or so uh prices will start to adjust so it yeah. should it'll happen I mean listen you can get r- ruckus you know the highest quality business class access point for a couple hundred bucks mm. so it, it'll all happen soon so i would say wi-fi 7 later this year is probably a good time to start looking at it If your router went out, you know, the average, the average guy listening to this
0: show has probably got one wireless or, or, or maybe, you know, two, one or two access points with, with within a cluster or something like that. And say I've been running four or maybe five and I need to buy something new. Do you go, do you replace it with five now? Because knowing like, well, I'm going to get something new. It's going to work with everything. I know it's going to work. Do you go six just because the availability is there? They're out
1: I would, there. I would sure. go six. I would go okay. six. Six is technically mainstream and out there. The prices have dropped. I, I just probably wouldn't go seven. Okay. Okay.
0: Would you go? Would you go consumer or would you, knowing what you know, would you go consumer or would you put a? Would you put a? You know, a business solution in a house. So I have ruckus at my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. What do you do you think the, the can can the normal consumer do that? Or do, are you doing it because you have access to the being able to buy it
1: through license stuff, licensing stuff, or how that works? So to be honest, consumers can do it now. Ruckus is on Amazon, and you can get the like one generation back. So like the Ruckus 710, 720 series are probably the Cadillac of the Ruckus brand. When it came to that, you can get those for 300 bucks on, on Amazon. Um, now they're, they're going to be used, but a used Ruckus is probably better than a new neck gear link So I don't even know what's in
0: (laughs) in that's by
1: stores now. Um, I, I just, I have, I have battled through, all of the Wi-Fi stuff that I can, even the business class like Ingenious and Aruba. um, I just don't find them as battle tested as Ruckus. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Good, good to know. You know, you
0: know, those, those devices, the consumer, the really cheap consumer grade ones are using the very cheapest chips. Right. And back in the day, you know, you had two, maybe two or three Wi-Fi devices in your house hitting those things. And so the, you know, the, the they got to process what you're pushing through. And of course that processing takes heat and they weren't necessarily designed to take on the heat. Right. And as we added more and more and more, I kept wondering why I'd get, I'd have a wireless router and it just quit working because I was burning out the chips. Yeah, yeah. Right. They just getting hot. They didn't have good cooling. They didn't build them for that, you know, kind of thing, especially some of those older ones. So I think, you know, as we think about the new ones, and I think the, they're, they're now anticipating, they're getting more robust chips. I I was looking at a a Wi-Fi 6 uh, access point that was consumer grade, gotten really good reviews, and it was like 400 bucks. And you're like, well, gosh, you know, well, but then you saw the insides of it, and you're like, okay, they actually built this with some pretty good quality components so that you're not, you're not burning that thing out. Um, you know, TP-Link would probably fall. Uh, Tony was like, TP-Link? Yeah, that would probably would fall in the same class, that same um consumer class. A couple uh questions coming in. TJ says he was on the show a couple weeks back. No point in Wi-Fi 7 yet. Wi-Fi 6 is hardly in any devices um, as it is. And I think, uh, Marv, that's what you're saying. Uh, you got to think about the wife acceptance factor. Tony said, my wife threatened me if I try to mess with our Eero system. And that is one of those things, right? It, I, I, Marv, I don't know about you, but I kind of want to put it in
1: place. And I don't want to touch it for a couple of years. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just had a customer that we removed the, um, it wasn't the Eero, but it was the Netgear version of the mesh, the Orbi. Yeah orby which orby is actually a good system and it works it's i put it in the same uh i saw a mention in the chat about the prosumer ubiquity uh ubiquity i would put in between the consumer and the enterprise that prosumer um i would put orby in that same thing but this was a company that had over a hundred devices trying to hammer
0: a (laughs) mesh (laughs) network
1: yeah. And they were they were pushing data through for work, and it, they were frustrated. I'm like, "Well, you, you can't do that. If it was right. just for basic stuff, no big deal. Yeah. But if you're trying to really push stuff through, you need to upgrade and we, we replace that with with Ruckus. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: TJ also says Ubiquiti. You mentioned this for prosumer is always a good option. Really affordable. Ruckus is really amazing. And then he comes and says, uh, Omada is it actually good at half the price of ubiquity somehow. And, mm-hmm. um, so, um, yeah, he, TJ says the worst is links Um, yeah, well, in it, it, it's price. You get what you pay for. I, I, early on in these, in this, you know, we were buying wifi routers for 79 bucks and he's yeah. <laughs> kind of think about it. You're like, okay, that's that chip in there. No active cooling, no, Maybe no cooling at all on that thing and start pushing it and it's done. Right. So, well, it's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good re- review. I have, you know, I am using a pretty old Bit Defender box router that is, ser- it serves everything. It's a Wi Fi, it's got Wi Fi. It actually does all the DNS assignments here. And I've had it for a couple of years. They replaced it once for me. I think I may be on year three or four of it. Um, and it's got 5g, it's, you know, two and five and, uh, but I know at some point I'm going to need to replace it. And I almost, when I bought this box, I almost, I'm like, well, I got six on a PC, you know, maybe it's time to be proactive and replace it before it goes out. But that thing may just keep going on. I don't know. It's going, if it's gone this long, it's probably just going to go for a while until the software is not supported anymore, whatever. Right. Yeah. Do you, know, you find um in the in the pro grade stuff that you put in, do you find if it doesn't fail, you know, it's like one of those things. It's good, if it's gonna fail, it's gonna fail pretty quick. And if it doesn't, it stays around for a while. Do you pretty find much that pretty true? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those one of those kinds of it's like a hard drive in some regards, like eh, if it survives the first month. Yeah, you brought, you and not always, and not always, but but chances are it'll go on for a while. Well, um, ah, it's got me, it's got me thinking on the Wi-Fi side again. I'm always trying to push Wi-Fi out to the shed. You know, I've got the shed on the back of my property, right? And and so I've done all these things to try and get access points, and and for now, I just use turn on the hotspot on my phone, and that just that works. Well, how
1: far is it again? 50, 60 feet, maybe so 70 just, feet. So just did a directional yeah. um external. Yeah. I could. I could. I could just run a line too. Like yeah, I could. don't want you don't want to run a line out there or dig up your grass or whatever. No, just,
0: no, there's I'd run it overhead. There's a um there's actually a the the old cable line, all the stuff for that is there, and then the shed sits next to the pole. So I could literally come out of the house, run across that same infrastructure and drop it down and just go, just go overhead, you know, and you, you can buy, I didn't realize this. You can buy outdoor rated, pretty good stuff, you know, cat six or, or whatever. Pretty cheap right now. Yeah. Like I was was like, what I needed 50 bucks, maybe, maybe, maybe less. You know, and you're like, oh, well, okay, that. And then I was like, yeah, but I can just turn my phone on too and make a hotspot. <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> I'm not out yeah, there all but, the time. I'm out, there but it's time nice. I mean, you've got how far is that from your fire pit? I mean, that's the thing. You want to be able to have Wi-Fi throughout the whole yard, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Just always, well, always on. We never struggle with it at the fire pit, but okay. the, the 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 shed being inside the shed, you have another layer of wood and insulation. Right. blocking, you know, blocking it, unfortunately. Every time I talk about this with Ed, this is usually because this is on Sundays. I enjoy cigar with Ed in the shed and I talk about it and he's like, dude, you're out here one time a week. Like, just let it go. <laughs> you're fine. Just, just use your phone. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I want better speeds. <laughs> you know what? I want more speed out here. I don't need it. I, uh, I don't need it. Anyways. It's a problem. I'm trying to solve for a problem I don't have. You know how that goes. Yeah. Um, you, you asked a interesting uh, question of me at one point pre-show we were talking, and, uh, and, and the question was this, and I'll pose it to you. Are Do you think we're getting a little too gadgety uh, in our lives? I mean, are, to the, to the sentence I just said, are we trying to solve problems that don't exist? And are we, do we just have too many you know, too many things that can go wrong that we, that we don't need. I mean, I've got lights blinking out on the, on my, on my porch right now that are blinking red and white because it's ho- it's a uh, Valentine's day coming up. Right. And it has an app and I can go and change the light colors and I'm going to keep it up all year round so I can do different holidays. And It's got a red, white, and blue setting for 4th of July. whatever. Right.
1: Do you think we're getting too gadgety? You, you know, my answer,
0: (laughs) of course, (laughs) it's a set. It's a setup. It's a trap.
1: (laughs) I think we are, but I do believe there are certain cases where it's cool to have gadgets in the right place at the right time. Hmm. And that lighting thing that you just mentioned, that's actually pretty cool. Just put up lights once. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you don't have to worry about taking him up and putting him down, you know, each year,
0: you know, stapled them in, leave them. And I figure, I don't know, I could run them six or seven times a year based on holidays. You know, it's got a, like a, a teal and green setting that I could use for Easter. Right. And just have them, just have them on all year long.
1: But I don't know. You had it. You had something happen though at your place. So so I've had two things happen in two days. (laughs) That <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is this is ridiculous, and I'll start with yesterday first because it's a story you know. uh you guys have been talking about these automatic yard sprinklers, you know over the last year, and I'm not so far as to be the person that would get that sprinkler that maps out the yard and you know waters just where the grass is, yeah, 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 yeah. cool thing, but yeah. a little too much for me All right. But what I did do was I got a new automated sprinkler system that you can control with an app. So I can set the schedule, I can turn it on and off without having to go out to the physical sprinkler and do that, which it's been fine. Uh, It's even got a setting that adjusts the water based on the season. Um, There was an optional component where we can stick it in the ground and actually measure moisture, but I didn't want to get that Uh, so this has been fine for us until yesterday when our driveway was being painted because the wife wanted it painted and the guy was there painting and the sprinklers came on (laughs) and of course our sprinklers they go into the driveway and so she was texting me at the office saying can you please turn the sprinklers off well I was busy I was either on a remote session or something so I didn't see the message. Uh, and I mean, there must have been 15 <laughs> text <laughs> oh, messages. I need it now. right and now. finally, they were actually able to figure out, first of all, she couldn't get the sprinkler thing open mm-hmm. to see it, but they finally got it open and there is an on off button in there. But it was just that whole idea of, you know, she's like, he's got an app on his phone and I can't <laughs> do <it."> anything. <laughs> You need I a thought, master okay. kill switch
0: somewhere in the house or something, right? To say, okay, in an emergency,
1: if you have to shut this off. Right. Right. So that was the yeah. first thing that happened, yeah. sure. which not really a big deal. Yeah. But what really oh, got wow. my goat. Maybe. So yeah. today we got a new coffee maker. And we've been big Keurig fans over the year, over the years. And I don't know if you want to put this in the chat or or show it. Um, um, you got? Do you have a link for it? Yep, I'm yeah, putting Put, it in, put yeah. it in our private. Yeah, put. Yep, just it. did that. Yep. yep. So I got this today, and it was the Keurig K Supreme Smart Coffee Maker. And the one we had was dying, and I'm like, yeah, let's get one. And when I was looking at this, the thing that got my attention was. It has multi-stream technology, which is basically just more holes to drip through the cup. <laughs> but it but it has a thing called brew ID. <laughs> Stop laughing at me. So I'm looking at this brew ID thinking, okay, that might be pretty cool because brew ID recognizes your K cup and customizes the brew settings. Or that cup so i like different types of coffee i we switch around and my wife does the cafe latte so i thought well that'd be cool if we could go in and have it recognize the cup so that she doesn't have to fuss and do all that stuff so great so i got it turned it on i'm trying to go through the settings and of course it says you know do you want to connect to the app i'm like no and it says, well, and then I went to click the brew ID thing. It says, Oh, well, you must connect to the app. So first connect to Wi-Fi. And and I was like, Are you kidding me? I just, <laughs> I just want, want a, cup a cup of coffee. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to connect my coffee maker to the Wi-Fi to use uh-huh. an app uh-huh. to tell uh-huh. it to make me a cup of coffee. Yeah. Yeah, you do if you want all those magic features. <laughs> like that's just ridiculous. And of course, you know, you can you can turn it on and off from the app. You can do yeah. a rinse cycle through the app. I mean, no.
0: The like, the the ad says connected convenience. Yes. Brew from anywhere. Cuz and that's not really true, right? It's not like it's got an auto loader in right right. right. So, yeah, yes. I mean, if you come and put the cup in and then walk away from it, but when you just push the button, when you put the, and maybe it's for people who want to wake up in the morning, it's preloaded, right? Cause you could put the cup in <laughs> right at night before you go before to bed. bed and then start <laughs> the cup. Of, listen, if you're, if you're having to start the cup of coffee from bed, you're maybe you're running your schedule a
1: little too tight, right? You know? Yeah. I mean, it's, oh. it's got that, it's got a schedule. You can schedule it to turn on yeah. and brew that cup ready. It. It's yeah. got a, it's nice stuff. I, I didn't buy it for that. Yeah. But now I've got it and I'm like, do I really want to go through this much hassle just for a cup of coffee? Well, now the,
0: the brew I concept and Nespresso kind of does this to uh, the, 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 you know, the actual cup on an espresso pod It's got a barcode on the, and I don't know. Do K cups have this? There's a barcode on the around it where it can detect what kind of cup, you know, what kind of um, coffee
1: it is when you put it in. Does does Keurig do that? So I don't know because I haven't gotten any new actual cups. Okay. Okay. So I was I was trying to figure out how it determines what the pod is. Yeah. So maybe the new pods it has that in there. But there was a barcode on the back of the coffee maker that I had to scan in order to get the app to, <laughs> to connect it to the Wi-Fi. It's going to be
0: great, Marv. It's going to be great. <laughs> At the end of the day, you're going to figure all this stuff out. Well, it does come with like, okay, so i um, showing it on screen right now. Ultimate customization, which with a K-cup, I didn't realize this was a thing, but maybe it is. So five strengths, six temperatures, four cup sizes. And, uh, and even you can brew it over, uh, brew over ice a setting. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that does, that is kind of, I mean, now
1: six temperatures. That's well, think nice. about it. I so I think my previous one, I think there were three temperatures so you oh. could have it, you know, yeah, just yeah. hot enough to not, you know, you know, just be warm the regular. And then of course, if you want super hot, so I did, I mean, the, the max hot is hot, right? I mean, it's, it's hot. It's probably too hot. Yeah. And then they've got the brew strengths, which, you know, they've got, I think the brew strengths now are, there's five of those because you can go mild, rich, uh, medium, bold. I mean, it's, it's pretty robust. So if you're a coffee snob, we'll have to ask Aaron about this and see. if. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I need to get her, I need to get her scheduled, but. Yeah. So it must be, it must know what the cup is. So there must be a setting and the it, somehow it's saying, Hey, this is the cup or does it ask you for an ID? Are you putting an ID in when you're putting the cup in? So no.
1: Okay. So I think that there's something else that I haven't gotten to yet. Yeah. So okay. I just figured out today after I got it set up and all of that stuff, one of the things that you can do is you can save settings so, for instance, I, I did a setting for me, I did a setting for Kim, and you can have additional settings. So, if you have a setting for your iced coffee, I mean, I don't know how many settings you can put in there, but you can just basically go up, hit your setting, and have it remembered uh, what to do for your particular yeah. thing. Yeah. So, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, But they have it now to where if you get on the auto ship program with them… When you use the pods, it will keep track of your pods and alert you when it's time to order more. Of course,
0: of course, it'll, it'll <laughs> the 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 a lady for for the Amazon stuff says we're noticing you're you should be running low on things. Do we? Do you mm-hmm. want us to order that for you right now? And uh, and I imagine the Nespresso very similar in some ways. Of course, I have a lower. I mean, my machine's probably seven years old now, which is crazy yeah. to think. It's just one button on the top, no connected. I know they have some Wi-Fi connected things in espresso as well that you can do all those things with. I think Ke- for Christmas last year, uh, to, not this Christmas, but last Christmas, Kevin um, Schoonover sent me a an Ember. His company was giving those away. you know, that's like, that's a $200 coffee mug. Like, mm-hmm. let's just be really clear about these Embers, right? And you can, you know, you connect it to your phone and you can set the temperature you want it to keep it at. You can actually put water in it and bring it to bring the temperature up for tea and some of those kinds of things. So I've been a little more, I've been using it more because we got new Nespresso machines at work that we're (laughs) doing coffee with now. Now they have a different kind of pod. They're, they're round, you know, they're maybe like a silver dollar size. Right. And then they have the, the, the grounds in it and you just drop it in the top and then, you've got a wheel of settings, and you can make, like, Americano, they have an Americano Plus, they have an Espresso, they've got two others, ones I can't pronounce because they're Italian, apparently, why can't we put these things in, you know, in English? But, okay, Italian sounds better, so we'll, we'll do it, I, they, or they could be made-up Italian words, for all that I know. But you drop that thing in, and then push the button, and it just, it just go it goes town for you makes you a pretty good cup of coffee i just have it it's the right size for the ember and i just have it put in there and i put it on my desk and it keeps the coffee at uh, w- its default is 135 i like 140 i never thought i would know temperatures on my coffee do you marv do you have a temperature
1: no, uh, have I, you have no like, <laughs> I have no idea what the temperature is i'll, I'll probably find out now with the smart <laughs> yeah yeah well it's funny i was like
0: huh One thirty-five. So I got in the app, dialed it up to one forty. You could see it kind of clicking up. I got a notification on my watch when it hit one forty, which is just crazy. It's like it's coffee. And then I tasted it. Yeah, it was definitely hotter. You know, you're (laughs) like, okay, this this stuff works pretty good. One forty seems to be what I like. You know, uh, you know, to dial that stuff in. A couple comments coming in from the chat room. Joe says, hopefully, it won't (laughs) report to my doctor that I drink (laughs) two cups a day listen, my coffee intake, my doctor would be frightened if he knew how much coffee I drank, especially now that we have these fancy coffee makers at work. Like, it's, I'm drinking at two in the afternoon, and I'm wondering why I'm waking up at one in the morning and can't go back to sleep. Well, I get 8,000 milligrams of caffeine in my body. Uh, Brian says, uh, when my Keurig breaks, I, I may need to, you know, replace it with that. Do you think, Marv, would you, now that you know that, would you have gotten that same coffee maker again? Or, or would you have gone
1: with the slower speed one? So uh, apparently what Keurig has done is they made the non-smart version and the smart version that are very similar. Mm-hmm. So I could have gotten it without, you know, all the, the brew ID and yeah. stuff like that. Right. And they're literally – the same in terms of the buttons on the top price and different. Uh, that, the problem was it was wasn't that much difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden you're like, well,
0: I'm not going to get less for the same price. Yeah. Right. And they're, they're laughing the whole way to the bank. Cause like, we're going to sucker them in with the subscription program where they, yeah, we're just going to send the cups out to him. If, if he's drinking too much coffee, they just keep yeah. showing up.
1: You know, I got checks. I must have money in the bank. I got yep. coffee.
0: I better drink it.
1: <laughs> yeah, the regular K Supreme right now was only is one thirty. Okay, and the one that I ordered was one fifty five. Oh, yeah. So I'm like,
0: eh. And it's it only. what Joe says hopefully it won't go the way the Dynamo in the future and, and only work with their pods. Um, there there is a generic pod right that that uh I mean Keurig makes. There's other companies that make Keurig for Nespresso. They're the only ones that. Well, that's not true,
1: right? No, I think I think Nespresso is going the way of Keurig. So Keurig made itself. If you if you want to make pods, great, just make them like this, and everybody's got them. And then of course they have the uh, the containers where you can put in your own yep. coffee. Yep. So they, they've made it an open system. I think they'll stay with that.
0: Probably, probably so. Wh- one of the things you said, though, is that um, you had to connect this thing to the Internet. And there has been some discussion in the Discord group. If you haven't joined us out there, a Bust Out, one of the guys in the Discord group posted this uh, article uh, earlier this week that says 3 uh, million smart toothbrushes. Aaron is going to answer for this for sure when she's on. 3 million smart toothbrushes caused millions of damage due to a DDoS attack, right? Unfettered electric toothbrushes that got connected to the Internet had malware on them. So it says, while computers and smartphones are supplied with security patches almost every week, such updates for smart gadgets, such as scales, washing machines, or toothbrushes, remain the exception <laughs> rather than the rule would you expect an update to your did it check did, is there any way to check
1: to see if there was an update for this keurig oh it already did it yeah oh <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it, it, it <laughs> did i i I, uh, I went i went home and came back and to make my tea and it said yep your keurig has been updated but i'm like wait a minute <laughs> on its own yeah. TJ's
0: telling me the article's fake. So it's very possible this is fake news uh, that
1: is out so, there. So I was going to say, I've seen a couple of others where it said it was more likely a simulation than an actual DDoS attack. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it, it does, uh, I mean, it does bring to light, you know, the, 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 to go back to the original question about getting really gadgety and all of these things. I mean, you, you said it wouldn't let you do very much until you connected like you can't enable any of the features. You can't do anything until you got it connected to the Wi Fi. So the app could connect to the Wi-Fi and then you could connect to it. Right. Can you control that thing off your network? Is it do you have can did you create an account, a Keurig account, so that from work you can get your thing at yeah. home? Yeah, you had working? to do yeah, you
1: had to you had to create an account. Yeah. To do all that so I yeah, I can go home. Actually I was showing the wife. I'm like, yeah, I can turn it on from here. And <laughs> And it shows when it's connected and all the stuff. Um, And that was one of the fears I had years ago when we were talking about bringing technology into our homes and having our refrigerators on the Wi-Fi, having our cars, you know, tell us when our tire pressure is low through the app. That there is so much happening. And now if you have to create an account for everything There's just one more point where they can gather information on you and resell it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know,
0: I I keep thinking about the practicality of being able to do you. So after you brew coffee, do you pop a new pod in there so it's ready to go for the next time? So in case you're some And do you put a new cup in there so that if you're remote and you're driving home and you think, you know what would be really great is if I had a cup of coffee ready for me when I came in the house, right?
1: Do you set, w- w- I shouldn't say do you, you just got this. Do you think you'd use it that way? So this one's actually here at the office. Okay. okay. So I did think maybe I would try it and see if it was a good thing. Whereas before I left the house, let me hit you know, set a schedule and brew it so that it would be ready for me. My only concern is that maybe I don't come in at that time and it sits there and gets cold.
0: Well, you could invoke it. You could say at some point when you get some,
1: right, could you invoke it on the commute to say, start brewing now? Oh yeah. Yeah. You can manually uh, do that. So that would be an option. Yeah. I'm on my way, start brewing
0: and have it ready. Got a cup of coffee ready for you when you get yeah. there. what's the biggest cup size it makes? Twelve. Like how much? Twelve ounces. Twelve, 12 ounces. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can. So it's
1: six, eight, ten, and twelve.
0: Okay. Yep. And it it's it probably takes five minutes to brew twelve ounces. So you're saving yourself.
1: So, yeah, it's actually five, pretty minutes. quick. But yeah, three. Yeah. 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 Two to three minutes.
0: Yeah, it's just. I listen. I'm. I, I'm just saying that because I think sometimes I'm thinking through this like. Uh, I mean, listen, in the winter here in Nebraska, it's nice to have a remote start on your car, right? It's nice five minutes ahead of time, get that thing going, get the windows defrosted or whatever. Having a coffee ready for you. I don't know. I don't, maybe that, maybe that's a good, maybe that's a good thing to have a Wi-Fi connected. Cause here's what I would do. And when I used to order from Starbucks all the time, there was a stoplight on my way into work that I knew that if I, at that stoplight, ordered my Starbucks, it would, they would be putting it out just as I walked in the store or close. Mm. Right. Okay. Something close. Cause I'm crazy that way. I, I figure I test all these things out and try it. I want, you know, I want to try and time it perfectly. So that's what I would do with this Keurig is I would, I'd load it and have it ready to go. And then at some point in, the commute i would bring up the app and hit the button except i'd be bouncing around in the car and i'd hit the wrong button and then i'd be like oh darn it and then my phone would fall
1: off the the dash yeah but yeah. you know what the problem with me here is even though that that coffee maker is here at my office yeah i live a block from home <laughs> 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 so how lazy would oh, i be yeah. <laughs> if uh-huh. i'm like Honey, I got to start the coffee maker before I head over to the office. Yeah. I mean, it's bad enough that I get in the car and drive to work every day. That's true.
0: What would what, what a walk? It's five-minute drive, so that makes it a 20-minute no, walk? No, it's not
1: even a one-minute drive.
0: Oh. I'm t- oh. It's literally oh. the
1: next block. <laughs> okay, I got you.
0: I got you. I got you. You could just – so it's a one-minute drive, five-minute walk. Yeah. Feel, yeah. Yeah. Well, So you could walk over – you could – Start the coffee as you're leaving the front door, walk over to the office and it would be ready for you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I I loved it. I'd love for it to have a loader,
1: right? That would make more sense. If it had the loader. Now, what I'm thinking is there's gotta be a version at some point because one of the things that I really like is to grind my own beans. So I would love to have a bean loader that I could schedule and it would yeah. grab the beans, pull yeah. them in, grind them, brew them. Then yeah. that yeah. would make a whole lot of sense. Yeah.
0: yeah. They, and they have, I mean, we have, we just got a new at work. We got a new one of those kinds of machines where it's got two hoppers on the top and you can choose between the two different kinds of beans. And, mm-hmm. do, 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 do. and t- this morning there were like 15 people lined up to use that thing. and like, Guys, it's just coffee. It's just coffee. I know it's magic coffee, but it's just coffee. So, yeah. Oh, the, 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 the technology that goes into just getting a cup of, the, the crazy thing is we just got, so we're getting all these new coffee, these gadgety coffee makers and they're pretty cool, but they had just replaced the regular drip ones with a really good, with a brand new, you know, brand new head device on them that, was brewing really good drip coffee, like, and it, you, you go, you walk up to it and you pull the handle and coffee comes out and it fills up your cup. And then you walk away, no grinding, no, right. Way. And it was pretty good coffee. It was actually pretty good. And then we replaced all of all the hubs now have Nespresso pods in them, which is right. pretty cool, which is pretty cool. Um, and, and, and some pretty good stuff. So um, it's been one of those things we're using to, to bring people back. Like, you know, Hey, come back into the office. We have a really great coffee. <laughs> 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 we'll see how it works. We'll yeah. see how it works. People are excited about it. You know, they're like,
1: cause it, it's important. You know, when the coffee's bad, it's. I was going to say, if, if there are people that go to Starbucks and it saves them six, seven, eight bucks a day. Oh, for sure. You get the coffee at work. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. And
0: it's just the right size. It brews eight. I think uh, the Nespresso ones brew like eight ounces. And I think Mm -hmm. the cup I have is 10. So you, it's the perfect size. Take the Ember cup over, brew it, set it on my desk. I can walk away. It'll stay the, it'll stay the same temperature, whatever. It's a pretty good system now. So um it's so good i didn't i usually brew coffee on my drive in this morning this morning i forgot and i'm like ah, that's all right i just get coffee when i get to work so it stopped me from swinging by a starbucks or something but there you go six or seven bucks yeah starbucks you're killing us um well we'll have to we'll have to follow up i'll ping aaron on this we'll see what she thinks <laughs> on the when we get her her back on um Keurig, did you go Keurig just because that's what you're used to? Did you consider Nespresso? In
1: the no, we we, the we are we are Keurig at the office and the home. Okay. Uh, so much so that, so I've got two sides to of the office, and we've got where my studio is is actually an open area that you know when we have people over, it's more than a conference room. We can sit and hang out. I've got the TV up. Um, we can host you know, little lunches and stuff here. So we've got a kitchen area and we have the Keurig duo on this side where it can do a regular cup or it can do a carafe. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's a nice. Yeah.
0: Do those take special pots for the, cup, yeah, for the same pots, oh, same pots.
1: Yep. And then for the carafe, you would just put in your regular, you know, Folgers, you know, packets or whatever. Oh, okay. And it takes that stuff. Okay. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't use a pod for a, a carafe. Okay, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you.
0: Okay. What an industry just to get caffeine in the yeah. mornings, dirty water in, into our systems. Well, Joe, uh, Joe says out in chat, he says, uh, he says, uh, my washer notifies me in, in the app on the app. And this would maybe be handy on a watch too when it's done other than that and telling me when the jet dry is empty, which is, it's,
1: it's helpful. That's probably the big thing when
0: the jet is empty. Yeah, that's helpful. I haven't figured out what it's good for. So that's not a bad. Some of those kinds of notifications uh, can be helpful. Tony says, my LG fridge ice maker failed after just 18 months. It has a smart app function, but doesn't seem to work Mm. with their app. This is the the thing that worries me about a smart fridge or a smart oven. Um, You know, some of those big or a dishwasher, some of those big appliances. We only replace them 10 15 years, right? I mean they generally give us a pretty good. And then, I mean, think of all the things that change in 10 or 15 years. Yeah. In that app, that that app's not going to stay working for that long. Then what do you do? Right. You know. So maybe we are getting a little too gadgety. Just
1: saying.
0: That could be. Could be. <laughs> Um, okay. Speaking of gadgets, you showed me a few gadgets. I'm most interested in, because we talk about this, we've talked about this on Ask the Podcast Coach when I spent time with Dave Jackson on Saturday right. mornings, but, um, you have a stream deck there on your, on your desk, right? Yes. Um, are you using it? I mean, what do you, what'd you get it for? Why do you have it? <laughs> <laughs> So and I got hopefully it. Hopefully <laughs> not because we talked about it on
1: Ask the podcast. Actually, it's yeah. funny. So I've I've known about these things for I don't know two years, and I, I've heard you guys talk about it. I've oh, thought about getting it, and I'm like, eh. yeah. So finally, one of my listeners was at a church, and he took a picture <laughs> from church showing me that they were using it to do their uh, broadcast uh, yeah. broadcast streaming. And he's like, dude, you got to get this for your show. And so I'm like, all right. So I got it. I got it two weeks ago, but I haven't, I mean, I unboxed it. I plugged it in, but I haven't figured out how I'm going to use it yet.
0: Yeah. I'm showing it on screen. They're, they're really cool devices and they've got, you know, they have the ability to run, you know, the interface with a lot of things in the software. I mean, if you, you kind of think of them like an, if this, then that with buttons, right. You know, so you can be like, Hey, open this app or open, o- open this, you know, open this Excel spreadsheet or dim these lights or like in what we're thinking, um, you know, go to this scene in, in stream yard. I think it, I think those things work with stream yard. The thing Marv that I really like about them, I'll, I'll bring the picture up a little bit bigger. The thing that, always makes me like these is those little tiny pictures that are on the buttons. I am just intrigued. You showed yours, you know, when it's off, they're just, they're just black. This, right. Some people think they were stickers that were on there.
1: No, no, no. These are little tiny screens. And you, you program the screens to whichever app you want. You pick the picture you want. And so I've been trying to figure out, okay, right now I've only got two things that I could think of using it for. So I figure I need to get at least five. So once I get the five, then I'll set it up and go. And I hadn't quite figured out how to use it with StreamYard yet, which is what I use for my live show as well. So I'm going to do that. And then I want to be able to, you know, the the way that I've seen most people use it is to open up apps on their computer yeah. that they're, you know, screen sharing, or it can set out little tweets and posts. Hey, you know, our we're live now. Come join us. and i'm like okay that's cool but i want to do more so i need to figure out uh, a few things
0: can you do multi-page on those is one of those like next page next page so you can there's 15 right five yeah i think you can do i think
1: you can do four pages on this one
0: volume the the one i'm looking at here on screen volume might be a handy uh if you're turning your like if you've got speakers do you are you ever playing anything out loud watching youtube videos or do you always have headphones on when you're doing that? I always have the headphones on. Well, you I mean even if you do, you could you could put volume control as those two buttons and make it a little bit easier to to raise or lower the volume, right? That would yeah. work. Mute microphone mute would be a good one to have. So there's three right there,
1: right? Um, yeah, but yeah, but I, I have that on my roadcaster. Because I use the Rodecaster, so that's part that's part of the thing. I think there's so many overlaps.
0: Uh, yeah, because it's got um, buttons. The Rodecaster has buttons to do this kind of automation, right.
1: right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm looking at doing a couple of those things with the apps that I share. So if I'm doing a, a demo or something, then maybe I figured that's what they're going to be used for, and maybe for some sounds. So I know my roadcaster has sound pads but I could do additional sounds yep. on the stream yep. deck yeah. for that. So that was something I was thinking of. And then of course I'm getting cameras, but I don't know if the cameras will, will work. With getting, this or not. What kind of cameras are you getting? So I'm getting a weird Logitech Mevo. Okay. Which is a three camera session uh, set. Let me put, give you this link here. Uh, So it supposedly allows you to do live streamcast directly from the camera. So if I'm out remote, which I do a lot of remote podcasts, I'll go out to conferences and do stuff there. And being able to do a multi-camera live stream from these cameras, I'm thinking that might be something that's good. And I can also use them as a webcam In place of what I'm using now, if necessary, they can record directly onto themselves or you can use an app and use it with whichever platform you're using. So Zoom, StreamYard, um, I can use that. So that's something I'm looking at. It's $1,000, Mark. (laughs) Yes, it
0: is.
1: (laughs) That's why we have that's why we have sponsors. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Yeah. And so when you're thinking about three camera, I mean, the average person needs one camera for, for zoom right at home, whatever.
1: What are you, what, what, you know, you'd have a forward fit what, what are you hoping to do with the other two? So for the most part, it's more when I'm doing those, those remote sessions where I might not be able to do a camera up, If we're not sitting side by side with a webcam, so I can set up two cameras pointing one at me, one at the guest and go from there. We can do a third camera a little further out that would show both of us. And then I can change between the camera angles. So that's one thing that I'm looking at it for. The other is I've got a association group that is celebrating its 40th year this year. And we are going to try to put together a little video documentary. So I wanted to have a camera where I could set people up. You know how you set people up and they're telling the story and, you know, they're kind of looking off to the side like a dateline and they're telling their story. And I thought I wanted to be able to do something like that. And when I talk to other YouTubers or podcasters, they're always talking about these Sony cams and the bubble blah, blah. and the cameras, the single cameras are a thousand dollars. And then if you want a lens, it's another $500. And then if you it's like, okay, when I try to figure out, okay, okay, I can barely afford one, but I came across this. and I'm like three for a thousand. It's got built-in live streaming. It can record itself. It's got built-in audio. I'm like, I'm going to try it. 1080 or are they are
0: these 4K? Uh, I think they're just 1080. 1080. 1080. Okay. 1080. Yeah. Well, it's it it certainly brings. I mean, having three of the same monitors that are and they're they're like webcams, although they've got a little more functionality on them. When you think because they they'll they can record for you, right? Yes. You don't have to have them attached, but you can use them as a webcam if you want to. Um. Good quality, a little bit bigger of a sensor, I think just a smidge bigger than you'd get out of a regular webcam. At least I hope for that price, you know, um, you know, a pretty decent 4k webcam is 200 bucks. Maybe if you were, if you were going to get one a decent quality, so, you know, you'd hope this would be a little bit bigger for 300. If you're thinking 333 each, whatever for a thousand bucks, right um yeah
1: yeah so do have you have you bought them or are you just thinking about it oh they're on their way they were supposed to be (laughs) here today they were supposed to be here today yeah um the other thing that with this mevo platform you can actually bring in other cameras Hmm. so it's it touts the fact that you can bring in um these you know like if you've got a ptx or ndi or i forget whatever the things are but you can bring other cameras into the system so it's not a closed system right okay okay uh, yeah. you can use Perfect. you can use your phone you can use tablets as camera devices so if you wanted to go crazy <laughs> have one yeah. of these cameras yeah. i've, I've cool. got a whole bunch of uh, old ipads that we were trying to figure out what we're going to do with I'd set those up and and use them as a broadcasting.
0: Do they they have dual cameras on those iPads? Is there front and back facing cameras? On the iPads? Yes. Yeah. And which is better? Is the one facing out or the front facing one better? I think the one
1: facing out is better. It's better. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, especially a phone. That's where, you know, a good iPhone that you could, you know, you might be, uh, the example they have on Amazon is somebody doing a cooking demonstration, right, or whatever. So you got a camera coming straight on, one then focused on the range yeah. uh, of where things are being cooked, and then maybe one from the side, a side view to get some B-roll or, you know, whatever. And
1: you that's get, the we, whole reason I was thinking of it is if I ever wanted to do an actual demo from here, I could have a camera f- yeah, focus okay. down, and I could show you know my my networking tools, my apps and stuff. um So that would be pretty cool. You know what you could do is you could
0: take one and focus it on the Keurig, and then start streaming <laughs> when you turn the Keurig on before you leave the house to know. Right, you could call it the Keurig Cam. And there you would go. Watch as you're walking from your house to the to the office. You could be watching a streaming of it brewing for you. Oh. that'd be awesome. How awesome would that, that be? That, that'd that be cool. Talk about solving problems. You don't wonder have. I <laughs> wonder
1: if I could make that go viral.
0: <laughs> Just, you know, I bet if you, if you posted that
1: to YouTube and people would watch the, you, I you, could do, short, I could do coffee. Yeah. We could do the iced coffee. We can do the coffee lot. I mean, yeah, we could That's do cool. all of that.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's called the brew channel. And, uh, you know, that make a great reel, right? I mean, yep. a- a- ASMR, is that right? That, of the sound of the, you know, the coffee pouring into, <laughs> you know, on Ask the Podcast Coach, people, not they don't do it too much anymore, but they used to always comment, Dave plays the coffee The drinking sound, sound, yeah. Yeah, when, when, he, when I pour the coffee. It was the funniest thing. One time he played that sound and I was away from the 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 microphone because i always do the coffee pour around my microphone and and somebody went wait that's the sound of that (laughs) they thought the whole time um it was um they thought the whole time it was it was the the actual sound yeah so there you go so you could do a you could you could have a a coffee monitor a coffee a brew cam you can have your brew cam going on could uh you you also uh, you said we'll wrap it up with this you 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 had a, a hero pro 11 that didn't work out for you with the could you use just a separate before you talk about that why you had sent it back could you use a, a hero camera as a webcam or as a camera in this new that's,
1: setup? well that's the way that's the reason i sent it back because I, you know, I researched a whole bunch of stuff and I wanted the ability to have a camera on the go, but then also use it as a webcam. And there's there's this weird glitch with GoPros that if you put it in webcam mode, all it does is show the GoPro logo, it mm-hmm. won't work in webcam. And, I, and it wasn't until after I got it and went to research it that, like, oh, yeah, it won't work as a webcam. And I'm like, then why do you say? It works as a webcam.
0: Yeah. 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 Those, I haven't, I haven't heard a lot of people having a lot of success with those working as webcams.
1: Yeah. So to be honest, I don't know if it would work in this setup. Uh, I have a feeling. No. Yeah. Well, but you have three. So,
0: you know, you'd be, you'd, you'd you'd be, when are you going to, are you going to do that? When's, when are you going to use them? I want to, and when are you going to? Is this going to go on the IT Pro or,
1: or so, podcast or what do you, how are you going to use so it? So I will probably. So I've got a project I've got to do this weekend. We've got to go to my nephew's birthday. And of course, it's the big game.
0: Oh, that's right. I, I didn't so. know. I wasn't even aware that there was
1: a Super Bowl this weekend. That- <laughs> yeah. As you have the wrong color <laughs> shirt on for your team. <laughs>
0: Uh, Oh, that the throwback jersey. This is the uh, salute to service. Ah, there you go. Uh, um, Yeah, when they when they come from a from a few years ago. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, somebody mentioned that in chat. I have a for the audio folks. I have a Kansas City Chiefs, uh, uh, green,
1: um, hoodie on. Yeah. So I will probably try to at least get it set up on Saturday. I don't know. I may ha- I may not be watching you and Dave Saturday morning. <laughs> oh, de- definitely. Well, it's okay, <laughs> it's okay
0: so, if you don't. Well,
1: so, cool. I'll I'll probably get it set up. I probably my hope is my live stream next Wednesday night. I would have it set up if if it has good resolution and lighting. That's the that's my only fear is I I you know, I got to have some light. So I even have, um, so the Logitech um, meetup cam that we put in conference rooms. So I brought that over here and tried to use that as a webcam and it works, but this is the Logitech Brio. Yep. And it's like five times brighter than the Logitech meetup. And the meetup is this big, huge honking thing. Be smaller. Yeah. So. But
0: the, the meetup one, does it have all the rotating yes. zoom okay. zoom yep. mechanical zoom? Yeah. I bet that sensor's a little bit smaller or Probably. yeah. Or same size, but because of the depth of the, the mechanical depth of the zoom, it's not letting enough, it's, it's not letting enough light in.
1: Yeah. I'd imagine so like so I'm hoping that these will be similar to this Logitech Brio if they are then I'll use it on yeah, next week's I they are. live show.
0: Okay. I'll have to check it out. I'll have to see how that go- how that goes um for them. I have a I have a Brio that I use here. And pretty good little pretty good little camera. Yeah. You know? Little, little webcam. So Tony's gonna be on next week. He had mentioned in chat that uh you know he and Ed both have bought that little pocket three that little gimbal. Mm. Um um Tony, what was thrown chat what the retail on that was I forget. Um and I think you can plug those in as webcams too. They have some then they have a pretty good they've got a pretty good camera on those. I think they're 279 or 379 or something like that. Um so you're getting a pretty good camera and you're getting a really good picture. Those things have the stabilization on those things alone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He says just under 700 for the creator bundle. Yeah. You get a bunch bundle. of stuff. Yeah. yeah. You get a bunch of stuff in the bundle, extra battery and some other things I think associated with it. Um, He says he's not sure he'll keep it. We'll try it next week when you're on, Tony. We'll see how it looks. Is, I think Ed did that for me one time as a webcam. I think he came on. It's another way to do it. You can use Ecamm Plus and use your uh, iPhone as a webcam. That's another way of, on a Mac, I could put my iPhone up there. But I never, I never really. That always seems like a good idea, you know. Put this in a thing, and it's a really good camera. Except when you're trying to do
1: something and you need check a website, <laughs> yeah. you need your phone. Like, Crap. Yeah, um, that's one of the reasons I kept some of these old iPads that I thought, well, maybe I'll use those for that at some point. Yeah. Yeah, are those 1080? Seven uh, twenty. They're definitely seven twenty. I think these wow. are maybe a year. Well, not not a year, but uh, two generations back. So I think they they might be 1080.
0: Okay. Well, if you're st- you in Streamyard and you're not paying for the extra service, you're only getting seven twenty anyways. In some cases. So
1: are you? I'm, I'm paying for the extra. Are oh, you? Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Well, cool. That's
1: why you have sponsors. <sighs> <laughs> Not here.
0: I mean, <laughs> I try to sell HelloFresh. Nobody buys it, but that's okay. Um, we did, uh, we did, uh, I did, I think it was TJ said, Hey, can you send me a, uh, after we talked about it, he said, Can you send me one of those free coupons for it? And I was like, Absolutely. I think you get a box and a bunch of money off two and three. If you guys are interested in doing that, uh, since Marv brought it up, send me an email, Jim at the average guy. Marv, anything else? I think we, I think we, I said, we put the note, the outline together and I said, that's enough.
1: And I think we made it I think we hit just about everything. It's good,
0: good, good stuff. What, uh, anything coming up on your, on your podcast, IT business podcast?
1: So let's see. Our next show is the third installment of the executive leadership coach. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I do have, so this last live show, uh, we had on, one of the Facebook groups, one of the things that I'm trying to do this month is a focus on Facebook community groups for techs. So all the groups that I'm a part of, I've been sending out invitations saying, hey, I'd like to feature you guys on the podcast. So the one I just had on was for the IT business owners group. And that's one of the the active ones. Uh, They just did a cruise. Uh, They're going to do another one. Um, I've got the... Um, live wire nation, um, as a group that we're trying to get on there, tech knowledge is a group we're trying to get on. And these are all just general it groups. So some of them are going to be audio only. Some of them are going to be live. Okay, cool. And, uh, that's pretty much it. And then, uh, the month of March will be all MSP month. So we'll be talking to other it business owners and shops and stuff. What's that stand for? Managed service provider. Okay. And that's so, what you are. That's what you do for your. Yeah. I mean, there's some, there's some argument as to, you know, who is and who isn't. And basically anything that is a tech technology solution provider, if, if you s- supply support to businesses, that's what we are. Okay. So that's it. And then uh, enough. I'm sure I'll have some, some cool stuff this summer. We're trying to do a solo tech series this summer. Oh, what! So we're we're gonna focus on people that are either doing it part time, or have just started and they're on their own as a solo tech trying to figure out how to navigate this business. So we are gonna do. I think it's right now it's a seven part series, Mm. and we're gonna talk about everything from you know leaving your job, getting started, how to get customers, how to market, uh, how to do your books. We're gonna have a whole series on that. So that that may be something people might be interested in. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Check it out. ITbusinesspodcast.com and uh, you can see what's, what's been done and what's coming up. Uh, Joe, we'll, we'll wrap it with this. Joe says in the chat, I go on cruise to get away from IT, <laughs> not do more of it. Th- as you said that, I thought, you know, I had a, we, we've been talking about doing a tech meetup forever. And I had to see if I can't do a destination. I don't want to, I don't want to bring people to Omaha just to be really clear. Really? I should see. Yeah. I just don't want to do it here. I don't know why. (laughs) I just don't want to do it here. But I had to see about doing a destination one where, you know, I have a company set it up and I get 30 people to show up. Come here. Yeah. There you go. Fort Lauderdale. Come here. Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. 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 I was thinking more like uh, the whiskey trail, but I mean, uh, the, <laughs> you've got something a little more whiskey. fun. You have plenty of whiskey down there, apparently. I got bourbon yeah. and beach. Come on, I no, know, I know. How are the beaches? Are they
1: are they pretty good? Uh, this side of the state, they're they're decent. Okay, but well, if you want the clean, no <laughs> if you want the clean white sand with lots of shells, that's okay. the other coast. That's the other side, and it's okay. only about an hour and fifteen minutes away, so you can yeah. still do both. Come here, hang out, and then take a day trip over to Naples, Santa
0: Jump on a bus and uh, a bunch of tech, you know, a bunch of really untanned tech guys coming <laughs> off the bus. <laughs> why you mean... And then have me drive you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Come on. Yeah. Why do you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on down. Put your sunscreen on. Put your sunscreen on. Well, to think about doing something like that. Marv, thanks. Always great to hang out with you. Thanks for coming on. And, and even though you always say, I don't know what we're going to talk about and
1: I say Well, will have plenty to talk about.
0: Thanks for, uh, thanks for jumping in. Appreciate it.
1: All right. Thanks for having me and, uh, happy to be back anytime you need me.
0: Yeah. Can you hang out for a minute while I close things up? I sure can. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, just a reminder, if you want to join us in the Facebook group, no, that's not true. In the discord group, you can send us an email. Uh, no, don't do that either. I'm not sure where I am at the moment. Uh, Head out to theaverageguy.tv slash Discord, and we'll get that there. Leave me a message if you'd like a question or want to get on the show. Just get your message on the show. Send me uh, or go to homegadgetgeeks.com. It's been a long day, friends. So I just appreciate you guys staying this late. Theaverageguy.tv, both web and media hosting. Remember, that's both web and media hosting. Powered by Maple Grove Partners. Get secure, reliable, high-speed hosting from people that you know and you trust. You know that's Christian does a bang-up job over there. Uh, Plans start as little as $10 a month, and the dude does just about anything. So visit Maple Grove Partners. There's a sponsor for you. MapleGrovePartners.com. And of course, Christian always appreciates getting Home Gadget Geek listeners. Last time he was on, he's like, yeah, I picked up a few more. So thanks, listeners, for for, uh, going out and having um, Christian. You know, he's provided from day one. He's provided all the server and, and uh, media host space for Home Gadget Geeks. And he does a great job doing it. So appreciate you guys doing that. We are live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. Tony Rayner is next week. So Tony's coming on. And uh, fun to catch up with him. We'll probably have nothing to talk about that takes an hour and a half. So you'll want to come and be a part of that. Uh, uh, we're off the week after that. I've got a work conflict uh, of, uh, I'm doing six podcasts in a week. For work and uh, so we got yeah we got a lot we got a lot to do so we're taking that taking that week off and then we're back Gavin Campbell is back he got rescheduled from my granddaughter's uh, birthday literal birthday and uh, so he'll be back as well and we'd love to have you join us here live if you've listened to the podcast and you never joined us live just come out to the average slash live on Thursday nights 8 central 9 Eastern and you can join us follow me on YouTube and you get a notification of it otherwise just keep listening to the podcast thanks for doing that we'll see you back here for everybody that's uh, listening live thanks for coming up. that will say goodbye everybody
1: good night